Hi, this is Allison Sullivan here on another episode of Go Ask Allison, um, all things real estate. And I am here today with a guest um, who drove all the way from Broward County to come visit me today up here in Palm Beach. Thank you for the taking the trip. Um, and I'm going to give her a little introduction, even though she really deserves a big introduction because she is a total rock star. Um, so I have here today with me Rose Sklar. Hi, Rose. Hi, Allison. Great to be here. I'm so excited you're here. Um, she is a um, realtor in Weston, um, which is in Broward County, um, even though she's kind of expanded all over Broward. And I'll tell you a little bit. I just took some notes on her bio. Um, Rose is a team. Um, her and her husband, Dean, are the principals of the team. Together, they've closed over $1 billion in real estate sales. Um, they work for Coldwell Banker and have been members of the Society of Excellence since 2015, which is a big deal. It's less than 1%. I think it's over a million in gross commission, something like that. It really has to do with where you stand within the community the nation, really. Okay. So. Okay. So Society of Excellence is a huge deal. There's not a lot of people who get it. So that's a big deal that she has been a member of that since 2015. Um, number one team in Broward County since 2018. Number one in the city of Weston for 15 years. That's a 15-year streak as number one in a major city. That's a big deal, too. Um, and then number 16 in Florida in the team category per Real Trends, which is the Wall Street Journal. So you're quite the accomplished realtor. So thank you for coming to sit with me today. I'm so happy <laughs> to be here with you, my friend. I love driving up this way so I can shop afterwards. Yeah, so we're right in the middle of um, Boca. We're in East Boca Raton. So we're near Meisner and some, we're in Royal Palm Plaza. Um, so there's a lot of good food and shopping right around here. So awesome. we're going to grab lunch after this. Yes, we are. work up an appetite here. Um, so I have some questions for you. Um, and so I also just want to kind of, before we get into to the questions. So we were talking briefly about what we were going to talk about today. And Rose and I know each other. I used to work for Cobalt Banker. Um, I've been with the a small boutique brokerage now um, in Palm Beach County for about 10 years. But Rose and I met in a Coldwell Banker event maybe... Long time ago. Yeah, huh? like 12, 15 years Ooh. ago maybe. Um, and we just kind of hit it off. I'm a friendly girl. She's a friendly girl. Um, and we're kind of funny. Um, so we became friendly. And then we thought, you know, I'm up this way and she's down that way. And sometimes we get people that want to move... I get people that want to move her way. She gets people that want to move my way. And we've referred business back and forth and kind of appreciated the referrals over the years, met for lunch, probably not as consistently as we'd hoped. Even went on the boat. Yes, we even took you on a on a little booze cruise. Yes, it was um, fun. That was fun. Let's do that again. We need to do we that again. We have the again. boat club now. Come to Fort Lauderdale. Oh my God, I yeah, would love that. I'm bringing you down. Oh my God, it's a date. Okay. All right. So, um, so we were talking about, you know, one thing in real estate is the importance of building relationships with other realtors in your marketplace and out. Um, so you know, thank you for, you know, 15 years of friendship and referrals back and forth. And um, so anyways, we'll dive into some questions now. So Rose, I've been talking a lot. I'm gonna shut up. Why? I love it. I love having um, someone that talks more than me. No, I'm probably equal. 
Yeah, we might be, this might be a challenge. Mm. Um, so tell me a little bit about, you've established this great career and you've been in the business, what'd you say, 35 years? 30, just about. I think this year is 35. Wow. Yeah, wow. I started at 11. I know, I was going <laughs> to say, 12. you don't I'm really not, look old I enough. Remember. People I remember. People say that ask. to me all the time and I'm like, geez, I feel like I look 90 right now. But um, so tell me how you got into the business. Well, how'd you get your start? Well, I started in the business at the tender age of 25. Okay, now you know my age. <laughs> uh, I was living in New Jersey. I was uh, newly married and my husband had a pretty good job. So I took a chance at sales. I felt like I wasn't making enough money doing what I was doing, which was catering sales. So I was doing weddings, bar mitzvahs. They weren't paying me commission. I took a chance. I went to White Gert Realtors in New Jersey and uh, got my license. And right off the bat, I was rookie of the year. So I was 25 too. Were you? Yeah, I didn't know that about you. Okay. Yeah. So so anyway, um, a couple years into it, I became pregnant, um, you know, had a couple babies, popped a few out. About 2000, the year 2000, my husband and I decided to move to South Florida. We came down with the kids in tow. I went right into real estate again, hit it off pretty quickly in Weston, and then it was uh, 9-11. So right after that, my husband had no job. The market had pretty much fallen to the ground. My husband decided to get his real estate license, and there comes the Sklar team. The Rosendine Sklar team started in 2001. Okay. And then moving forward, um, we became a a team of two. Uh, I started as a single agent, moving to a dual agents. Then we slowly, after about five years of good production, took over the top position as the top agents in Weston. And that's when we started to think about creating our team. Okay. So, um, so, okay. So there's how you got your start. And then, so how have you, so you, you mentioned a couple things that I'm like, so I got my real estate license at the ripe age of 25 as well. Mm-hmm. Had a baby soon after. Um, I got my license actually right after September 11th. Um, mm-hmm. So, and you moved to Florida in the middle of all of that. So, and you've stayed on top. So what's the secret? How have you managed to do this? Like what, any advice for if realtors are listening or how, how do you do it all? The secret sauce. What's the secret sauce? The secret sauce (laughs) is called work ethic. The secret sauce is called take action. Don't just think about it, plan it and do it. You know, a lot of people don't plan time block your day. Um, Look at your goals every year. I do better. I can't yeah. even believe it. Some years, even during uh, COVID, I was like, oh, no, nine years, nine deals down in within um, less than three weeks. When COVID I, first came. When yeah. COVID hit in March of 2020, I was like, this is it. It's over. You know, we all go yeah, through that I misery. Know. And it's, you know, the real estate market's going into the crapper. Um, and then I did better than ever that year. Yeah. And since then, every year, I continue to do better and better, better numbers. I don't even know how. It's called... I work. I go to the office. Yeah. I do podcasts. I write articles. (laughs) You know, you have to put in the time and you can't just complain to everybody. You know, if you're complaining, you could be doing something. You could be making phone calls. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Um, So um, what's your biggest challenge? What's we talked about, like, you know, the market shift or the uncertainty with COVID right now, we're experiencing a little bit of a shift, which I think a lot of realtors are scratching their heads right now. So what's your challenge? I really think the challenge is in the communication. Um, A lot of people are listening to the news. 
and they're having the gloom and doom, everything's horrible, the rates are so high, guess what? Turn it around, turn around. Talk about the ways to make it better for the buyer. Hey, you know, now's a better time to buy because there's not going to be a lot of offers on that house. You could probably get it for less. We can negotiate terms for inspections. And the other thing is you could do maybe a three, three, two, one buy down. So let the seller pay the difference. So it is a really good time to buy. Yeah, we spoke about that, the rate buy down. I had a mortgage broker on Mm -hmm. a couple episodes ago. But, um, you know, and I'm I'm so glass half full and optimistic too. And Mm -hmm. I think the media, you're right. People like to bad news sells. Of course. Bad news sells. And people listen to that and they get that in their head. And if you think about like what you just said, when the rates were 2%, People didn't want to buy because they thought the prices were so high. Right. Oh my God, I'm buying at the peak of the market and the prices are so high, but I'm getting this good rate. And now the rates are high. So everybody thinks, oh, I shouldn't buy, but you can negotiate such Correct. a good deal right now. Sellers right. are more negotiable than they've been in 10 years. Well, let's say you're <laughs> buying a house for a million dollars, right? Yeah. Uh, 10 months ago. Um, and you had to pay a million fifty for it, right? And you were up against like seven people. Yeah. And they removed the appraisal contingency, the inspection contingency, the house had mold, nobody cared. Now you're going to get it for a million, let's say uh, 975. Mm-hmm. Your rate is higher. But the thing is, you didn't pay 50,000 over. Right. And let's ask the seller to buy it down. Right. So right. in the end, you're pretty equal. Yeah. So let's look at it differently and you can probably pick and choose the house you want right. now they where sit you for a while like a normal market yeah I'm excited for a normal market to yeah. come back I am too it's a lot it's quieter which is nice I had a little bit of a break this year that's why I'm here ready to shop okay yes it's the week between Christmas and New Year's which is always like I keep seeing those memes like what day is it what time is no it? one like, everyone's in their pajamas and slippers yes yes and we had a huge cold front today is the Ooh. like the biggest cold front I think we've ever had yeah I even put on my corduroy <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm to, uh, today's 60s and I'm like I might as well rock boots one more yeah. day you look good by the way she's Thank got her leather you. on too I do <laughs> I have my well it's pleather it's okay. um, PETA friendly okay that's good <laughs> <laughs> um so but yeah I was gonna rock the boots because man it has been freezing I'm almost like straight out of winter clothes right now we're I on know. like day well we can shop let's go yeah let's go so um so tell me a little bit more about how you've established a market for yourself where you've stayed on top for so long. You've mentioned before that you've kind of developed a niche market. Yes. Tell me what that means. Well, when I came to Weston, I wanted to be the person to go to the pulse of the community. I got real involved everywhere with my children when they were young. I was at all the the elementary schools, middle school, high school. I went to all the events. I attended all the community events, the um, July 4th parade, the world fast. I'm a member. So of, you used your children. I used my children <laughs> yes. to meet other moms, which is, I did. Children are a good, a good. And I'm so quiet now. I don't talk to anybody yeah, at I all. I even have hit the bars. I mean, you know, I'm very friendly. I like to party. I like to go to like denim and diamonds. And I'm yeah. a member. I do the relay for life. And I find my place where I belong. And I like to give back. A lot of people really like that. I just did a cookie exchange about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We collected hundreds of toys. We collected money. We had a raffle. I dropped it off at the pantry at Broward. 
It felt great. Everybody loved it. And I do it every year. I'm on like my sixth year. So you are fully invested in your community. Yes. You, your children are older now, so you can't really use them as a means to network. But you, I try. you exhausted that as much as you could. While no, they I can still use them, believe <laughs> okay. it or not. So okay. <laughs> the fun information is that, believe it or not, my son, who is now 25, mm-hmm. has joined the team. Hello. Oh, I think you Lucky told, number 25. I think he was just joining the team maybe the last time we spoke, and you guys were excited about that. Yeah, so. uh, he's a part of it. So guess what's happening? His friends, they're all starting to like rent and now buy. My daughter's 29 she lives in New Jersey. She's a referral network for me. Right. So I go okay. visit her up there. I talk to realtors in the area. That's another really good way to get business. That's why we get along so great. We're different companies. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So everybody complains about their kids being so expensive, but you can actually use your kids yes, as a means to make them. money. <laughs> I've, so, I'm going to write a book on that. What do you yeah, think? <laughs> that's good. So networking in the community mm-hmm. and giving back to the community mm-hmm. has really kind of given you full investment in your marketplace. Um, and people kind of, I think that's something that, so I have kind of done that in my area. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think what happens is like people think of you as like the mayor kind of. They do. Yeah. That's what they said. Yeah. So, but they think you're like, you know, if there's something in the city that they want to know the answer to, they will call me, Mm -hmm. you know? Yep. So, and that's kind of what you're hoping for, I think. Right. Right. Um, I mean, don't call me to complain about your sidewalk (laughs) having a crack in it, but like if you need an electrician or a plumber or something like that, or a babysitter, like I might know someone who knows someone or I might have somebody for you. And that's kind of what um, developing a niche market really is. I know everybody. It's true. And people will say to me, God, you're everywhere. I'm also in the magazines. I've been in for many, many years, at least 15, never stopped, even when the market changed. Another thing I like to do is I write articles. So I blog and I put my blogs in the local magazines and then I push them all over social media. And they're really, they're informative. Like any realtor could read them and be like, oh yeah, that's good information. Yeah. I'm going to use that too. And they're free to do so. It's in the magazine. So yeah, that's awesome because that's, we were talking about branding um, in my last episode. Mm -hmm. And I was saying that the podcast for me has kind of been like another level of branding because like in a magazine advertisement, people Mm -hmm. recognize me and my face and they know that I do business in a certain area based on my listings. But now that I'm opening my mouth and broadcasting it, they can hear what's between my two ears, you know, and know that I maybe know, you know, my shit kind of. Well, let's say the more (laughs) when you speak, in fact, I was thinking about writing a book and my friend told me the way to do it, which is real interesting. She said, speak it out, talk it into a mic and let Google write it for you. And then like fix it later. I was like, Ooh, because a lot of the stuff just comes pouring out of me. If you ask a question, yeah, I'm going to answer it. And I don't have to write it with my hand to paper. A lot of people still do that, but that's the new way to write a book or whatever. Huh. See, I'd be a little afraid of that because 
potty because, mouth? No. Well, no, not even the swear. I can control the swears, but sometimes just the no filter message that comes out. Yeah, we get, with the cancel culture, we have to be very careful today. Yes. Well, also I think too, and I think this is probably part of the reason you're very successful is that we tell it like it is. Correct. You know, and that's something that people in, in real estate and people in life are sometimes afraid to tell people what they really need to hear. Correct. We're trained, I think, to tell people what they want to people hear. People pleasers, gotta yes. stop it. So if somebody is having trouble selling, say you get a listing and like five other realtors haven't been able to sell it, mm-hmm. but you go on the listing appointment and they think, we wanna list it with you, we'll give it to you, but we really wanna get three million for it and we don't wanna paint any of the walls, but we know we heard good things about you, we'll give you the listing. Right. Sometimes you gotta say, you know, well, A, I'm not going to be able to, I'm not going to tell you that I can get you $3 million if you can't. Right. There's nothing magic about me that the five other realtors before, you well, know. Well, they're lying. <laughs> well, or they're telling you what you want to hear Correct. versus what you need to hear, Correct. which is a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's kind of become like second nature to me and it sometimes gets me into trouble. <laughs> well, you know what I do? I have a little trick here I'll share with you. Um, I love tricks. Yeah. So I do kind of, I do like phase one, phase two, you know, people, because sometimes you'll go into a listing appointment and, you know, everybody wants these, has, uh, promises them these ridiculous numbers and you're mm-hmm. like, oh my God, it's not worth that. Yeah. But I don't want to lose it either because I can reduce the price. So that's how I kind of go in. Okay. Let's try this. Mm-hmm. Let's try it your way. Mm-hmm. And then after 30 days, if nothing happens, which most likely it won't, mm-hmm. they can go to your way. A lot of times I'll do, it might cost me photography up front. And then a second time, I like to prep homes for sale. I like to paint homes. I like to renovate homes. I like to stage homes. So what happens is most nine out of 10 times we do it their way. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Then I get in there. I do my work. We keep the price. And the next thing you know, or well, whatever, maybe lower the price depending on mm-hmm. the work. If they do the work, we can keep the price. If they don't do the work, right? nobody's going to pay top dollar for grandma's house anymore. I'm and, sorry. And I think that I was thinking, I actually went for a run this morning, which I haven't done in a little while. It was rough, but mm-hmm. I get really good ideas. And I was mm-hmm. thinking, um, you know, and I'm, you're very creative. Mm-hmm. I'm very creative, which I think that's a skill that realtors need to kind of be like quick and nimble, mm-hmm. but yep. also have like a creative bone. I was thinking with this market shift, staging and having a truly creative, um, out of the box thinking realtor is going to be kind of the next big thing. So it sounds like you've already been doing a little bit. Well, (laughs) the thing I'm working on right now is Mm -hmm. big as reels. Have you been doing those? I've been doing reels. I haven't been doing a lot of staging though. So maybe we need to share ideas. Well, okay. Reels are big. Yes. Yes. So I'm working on that. In fact, like I mentioned, my son, Cody, my 25 year old coming into the business, ready yeah. to woohoo. I wish I had a 25 year old. You can borrow, <laughs> I can send the other one. You can borrow her. Well, she's, she's doing her own thing. But okay. anyway, um, I think what you need to do is tell a story these days. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you need to pop up and, and get the, whatever they call that, the algorithm to get you to show up mm-hmm. in either YouTube, your podcast or mm-hmm. reels, of course. But what I like to focus on is my before and afters are very powerful. If you look at my feed, Follow me at Sklar Team. Uh, I think that's what I am, Rose Sklar, Sklar Team. You could see my before and afters. I post them all the time. I tell the story. I video through. Look what it looked like before, before I painted the cabinets, before I changed the hardware and the light fixtures, before I put the staging in. They look so different. And then they fight over them. 
Yeah, because they can amazing. see the vision, and that's it. And that's something that through a, a re- what we're talking about reels, if you don't know, is like a short video clip um, that right. you can promote through social media. Um, it's kind of taken over Instagram over the last year or so, or maybe longer. That's why I'm fixing my teeth. Okay. <laughs> yes, she was just telling me she had to take her Invisalign out so Ugh. that she didn't lisp. I didn't want to lisp. Um, I think your teeth look very beautiful right now. Mm. They look, st- she's- They're straight. They're, she's doing a, um, the Invisalign challenge that she didn't think was going to be still So if going you need on. anybody, a recommendation, just like we all know everybody. She's got an I Invisalign got the guy. guy. <laughs> um, so I was just going to say, I listed a property this year. Year. Actually, the market, and we're talking about reels, um, the market had already shifted. This was like maybe September. I was referred somebody who had a house listed for sale with another realtor, and they had no success in selling it. They had multiple offers fall through, um, and they were kind of at their wits' end. And it was right in my like downtown area. It was an old historic home, mm-hmm. and they just thought they might just want to rent it. And they said to me, would you take the rental listing? I know it's like right where you do all your business. Um, and I, of course, so I met with the guy and I said, well, why haven't you sold it? You know? And he said, well, I don't know, you know, uh, this reason, that reason, this, I had like five deals fall through. And I just don't think I said, well, why don't we do this? I have some kind of creative ideas, um, that I think we could promote it in a little different light. Um, and we went ahead and, uh, did some, I have a social media person that helps me a little bit. She did, it's an old historic home that needed a little bit of updating, but the location was killer. Mm -hmm. So we marketed the location a little bit. um, And she made me this reel. It's on my social media. I'll actually share it in my stories today because I do love this post that we did. Um, So if you want to follow me on Instagram at Allison Sullivan Realtor, that's two L's and a Y, Allison. Um, it was, uh, my social media girl did a video of her walking down the street, showing the historic district sign. That's really a cool old sign in Delray and kind of showing the location. And she did it in black and white Mm, and then had me, yeah. And she used like a Stevie Nicks or like Fleetwood Uh, Mac song or something. And it just kind of gave I think it was it all matters it just gave such a good vibe of like Mm -hmm. walking right off the avenue and walking right up to this house and then as I got to the house and opens the door for everyone it went into color and it was really cool so and I listed it for sale or for rent and right away within the first 30 days we got a great offer for sale and it sold yay and the buyer was actually an out-of-state buyer um, that we shared the reel with his his that buyer realtor said, do you have any video or anything I can show this woman? And I said, oh my God, I have this awesome little clip. And then, you know, we obviously FaceTimed around the property and she flew down within her due diligence, but she loved it. Well, you told the story. I told the the story. story And you have to tell, you have to talk about lifestyle. It's not just the house, it's the neighborhood. It's yeah, the street, because it's to the be community. honest, this house just in photos was nothing special. Right. So, and that's that happens that's okay. a lot. So, but yeah, so um, so yeah, people do love the story. Yes. Um. So, all right. Well, I don't know that we. Is there anything else you wanted to kind of discuss? I feel like we just accomplished a lot in a very short time. Um, well, I, one thing I would like to tell everybody that might help them in their business would be that. As you grow your business, because my word of the year, I pick a word every year of of what I'm going to do. Last year was patience. I'm still going to have to work on that for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. But my new word is growth. 
Okay. So what I want to do is, you know, plan and set stuff up. In fact, I set a couple of vacations up for next year to take care of myself. Self-care is really important. I realized over the years that I hadn't really done that. Maybe that's because I'm, I hate to say it, a boomer. So scary. (laughs) But what you just said, that is a huge thing in real estate that people don't, well, number one, people don't plan their time. So if you don't plan your time, you get all kinds of sideballs thrown at you and you try to people please everybody. And the next thing you know, you're running around with a chicken with your head cut off. Yeah, the, the head's off. And then you don't take any time for taking care of yourself. Well, that's really important. The other thing is to delegate. If you're not good at something, get somebody. Don't like do it reels all yes, are hard somebody. Reels are hard. Get a freaking Gen <laughs> Z, my 25-year-old Gen Z. He's in charge now of my YouTube and reels. And I don't want to do the technology. I'm a little too old. I'm not too old. Wait, I changed my, my self-talk. I'm not too old, but um, I don't want to do it. So well, hire somebody. I think too, if you take a look in the mirror and realize this is what I am good at. I yep. can network with people. I can work a room. I can meet Correct. people on the street and they will become my client. Right. And that's so what that. you can do. Go shopping with me. So we'll meet, we're going to meet like 10 clients. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So, um, so that's great advice. Um, I love that. And I'm going to tell you one more crazy coinkadink. So I um, bought something online from somebody actually a friend who owns a local business about a year ago and she sent it to me gift wrapped with a little heart that says patience on it and I said oh my god I have like zero so I actually took it and I'm so not like I have nothing on my countertops I am no clutter whatsoever I took this little patience and I put it it's my mirror in my bathroom, like where I get ready in the morning. Mm-hmm. I like stuck it, the little piece of paper. It's like shaped like a heart kind of yep. it says the word. It's like a little card. And I stuck it on my light fixture, How like underneath. So every morning when I wake up and I'm like showering and like, you know, probably on the phone, texting, doing a million things, I write, I look at the word patience yep. and it's kind of like a little subliminal message. It's an affirmation like, really. Right. So it's, so it, I didn't really call it my word of the year. I've yeah. just kind of kept looking at it like, girl, you need some. Yeah. Well, you're pretty good. I have a teenage son. Um, so Hello. I'm really divorced. I, I need a lot of patience. So. Yeah. I, well, let's, we'll go have a little drink over that and some lunch and shopping. Okay. I Sounds will teach good. you all my patience tricks. All right. Well, thank you so much for being a guest. One last question I'm going to ask you is if someone is interested in Broward County real estate and would like to contact you, what I know you mentioned your website very quickly. What is the best way? Is it your website? Oh, definitely. Sklar, S-K-L-A-R-T-E-A-M.com. I've got a brand new kick-ass website rolling. Check us out all over social media, LinkedIn, Facebook. We're all the same. Okay. Sklar team. So for all your Broward County real estate needs, the Sklar team. Sklar team. Um, And thank you so much for listening again to Go Ask Allison. Um, Please subscribe um, on Spotify or Apple Music. You'll get notified when new episodes drop. Um, And I'm at a new studio now, so we're very consistent on our two-week episode drop. Um, So I'm looking forward to speaking with you again in a couple weeks. And uh, that's it for today. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.